And welcome to a special edition, dot, 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 in the hole. The Masters, a tradition unlike any other, except this time it's in November. I'm Dominic DeLeo, alongside Terry Takes, Joe Delera, producer Corey. It's Masters week, guys. How excited are we? I already downloaded the Masters app, which is a telltale sign that this week is actually getting going. I never deleted it, so you're a fake fan. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Terry, what are your top storylines this year? I know that we're going to talk a lot about Bryson DeChambeau and you know what clubs he's taken in on the practice rounds into the greens, how he's hitting his driver. What are you looking for, and what do you think is the top storyline um, this year at the Masters? Oh, I think the top storyline is Bryson, but we'll talk about that, I guess, in a bit. Um, just it's November and we have the Masters. There's no azaleas. We're looking at fall foliage. We got colors. We got browns. We got oranges. We got reds. It's um, unfortunate because the azaleas were a tradition unlike any other. That's true. Um, it's going to be wet this year. So love that. The distant. <clears throat> You know, bombers are still going to have advantage, but, you know, you're probably not going to see a 400-yard drive from Bryson, as we were all waiting for. Um, Why not? Because it's wet. Oh. Because a ball, you're, it's going to be all The ball doesn't go as far the, when it's wet? The ball, the ball doesn't roll. Moisture in the air, Joe. Um, it's good. It's good. It's good that Joe's actually, like, a part of these golf podcasts because he asks the questions – of you know people who are not that into golf wouldn't know like yeah i mean i play but i'm not good so <laughs> yeah that's true i've seen it uh, a, tradition I mean, unlike, a tradition unlike any other yes. Joe, um just hitting it a hundred yards right two fairways over that's a tradition. listen i like to play that's the it. next hole <laughs> get, get done as fast as possible that's what i say yeah when i'm um, on hole three i'm playing hole four so it's great yeah uh, another another tradition, unlike any other, is this year is the first time we're going off split tees. Mm. Never done that before. That means they're it's a they're starting on one and ten, which I feel like has got. I mean, I know they play practice rounds, and you know sometimes you start you don't start on one, you just start wherever. But it's definitely got to be weird for the guys that have played the masters before starting at 10, starting at 10. They're starting off right in the middle of amen corner. No, well, they'll get to amen corner in one hole, in two holes. Listen, no, amen, what is amen corner? amen corner? I think is like nine, 10, 11, 12. Uh-uh, isn't it? You're so wrong. I mean, what I mean, sometimes you got to just start it's your 12, day off. With the prayer. It's 12, 13, 14. Again, fake fan. Uh, that's the anyway. one verified. That no, fact. well, that's actually yeah, that's you're wrong. We're both wrong. It's eleven twelve. <laughs> it's 11, 12. So I was yeah, right 11, when I 12. said it was they'll, they'll get the amen corner in one hole. Yes. Um. Yeah. So that's that's. I feel like yeah, it's going to be weird. And, and then looking. there's there's also a cut that's bigger this year. No, it's smaller. It's fifty. It's it's a bigger cut. Is size, it? The size matter. bigger, the cut, the amount, this is, you know, which way you look at it. But if you look at it in terms of the English language, the golfers that are getting cut are bigger. So it's a bigger cut, smaller amount of people oh, get past it. Come on. You, you. <laughs> no, that's what it is. I thought about this before. So yes, there's 50 golfers that make the cut, yes. but that means that there is a bigger cut Whatever. of golfers. Sure semantic me into the ground so it's usually it's usually around 70 golfers now it's going to be 50 yeah that make it to the weekend which is, which is important which is important to look at for a miss and make the cut um prop bets that is true more likely to miss the cut now um yeah so those are just just a few mm-hmm. things going into it um i'm excited I kind of, I mean, I like the split starts because it's just going to be action packed. Mm-hmm. You're just going to be seeing all the golf shots. Plus, you got to download the app and have a million screens going because you can see every golf shot of the tournament, unlike these other other tournaments out there. So, I mean, yeah, uh, seeing every golf shot at the Masters, a tradition unlike any other. There you go. <laughs> 
so, unprecedented amount of screens. <laughs> so before we beat this uh, traditional like any other into the ground, let's do our top three traditions unlike any other, a segment um, suggested by producer Corey. So producer Corey, I'm going to have you go first. You know, obviously we have the azaleas and we don't have the azaleas this year. We have the green jacket this year. Um, the, the masters, CBS, Jim Nance, hello friends, all traditions, unlike any other, but to this, you know, we decided we're going to do our top traditions, unlike any other. So Are these Corey, personal, like personal, personal, personal societal, any way you want to do it. Could be any tradition. Okay. Yes. Mr. Corey, do you have our first tradition? Tradition, like unlike any other has to be defending Columbus statues on Columbus day in this country. It's so funny to watch two sides equally asinine going at it about a couple pieces of marble in Brooklyn or name your small town in North Jersey and have it blow up so bad that this tradition, which is unlike any other, makes it to an episode of The Sopranos and is a decent sized storyline for the show. Tradition unlike any others, the backlash of Christopher Columbus in the regional Northeast, I would say, in the United States. Um, I don't know if we're going to put that on the uh, on the Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> not like any other defending <laughs> Columbus Day statue. Uh, we're attacking. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> just put Columbus. Um, People. Will I'm gonna it. I'm gonna go just because uh, we need a less problematic uh, tradition. Unlike what the other. fuck was problematic about that? I didn't if, say anything if, about if, it. If somebody scrolling through Instagram and they see oh top traditions unlike any other number one defending Columbus Day stuff. Defending statues of Columbus on Columbus. Uh, people Day. not people only reading headlines is not my problem. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Sunday NFL Red Zone for oh. seven hours. That's a tradition unlike any other. A tradition always on weekends, just sitting your ass down on the couch for seven hours and watching NFL Red Zone. Um, and that's I think a more fun and a more uh, you know a less less problematic tradition uh terry your tradition uh my tradition unlike any other um staying with the november theme um is the second thanksgiving dinner you know later at night so you i mean i don't know most people i feel like eat their thanksgiving as almost like a late lunch at least in my family there you know, three or three ish yeah um you eat you overeat then you pl- then you plop down on um, it's not a Sunday but it's a Thursday with three football games. You sit down, you catch some football games, and you know eight o'clock rolls around, maybe eight thirty, maybe a little sooner, depending on how much you ate, and you get a little hungry. And what's in the fridge? Some some turkey, some mashed potatoes, some stuffing, some gravy, corn maybe. Throw it all in a bowl, top it off with the gravy. You got like a KFC turkey ball. I'm in. Watch the night game. Boom. I love Thanksgiving. My my favorite tradition, my number one tradition, unlike any other, is uh, chest day on Monday. Got to rip. (laughs) Um, Get in that bench. You know, like when you lay down on the bench and you do that thing where you like grab the bar and you pull yourself up there, kind of like pinch your back back. Nothing like starting off a Monday like that, you know. You, You have your day at work and then you just go push some weight awesome it's my so as our resident podcast meathead uh let's talk to you first about bryson dechambeau um what are the the workout forums saying what are uh you know the meatheads clamoring for this weekend at augusta and then we'll have terry takes uh chime in on, on bryson's actual chances listen i mean the meathead culture or so to speak we're we feel a little co-opted right now <laughs> Um, you know, like you're not, you're supposed to go to the, you go to the gym for you. You look good. It's not about, it's not necessarily about hitting the ball further, you know? And I feel like he is, he's tried to change the narrative and we're not here for it. You know, you don't need that many protein shakes, eat your food. If you can't eat your food, your body probably doesn't belong being that big. So, uh, we feel that this is an affront on our culture and we will not stand by this. Bryson D. What? What did I just listen to? <laughs> How many members are in your Facebook group? Speedheads, speedheads against Bryson. 
Like you, uh, this is this is like a conversational podcast. You're not standing before <laughs> city council. I don't know. He was just complaining about an ordinance. I just well, Corey just got me going when he was talking about defending Christopher Columbus statues. See, see so, I dangle Columbus in. in front of an Italiano. Look what happens. I'm fired exactly up. What I'm talking about. I'm wearing a dang tradition unlike <laughs> any other. It's awesome. So, so Bryson, Bryson's plus eight hundred. Um, I'm pretty sure, no matter what book you're looking at, he is the leader in terms of the lowest odds in outright betting markets. Terry takes, I've been eyeing this prop for the last day and Mm -hmm. it is to miss the cut Bryson DeChambeau at a juicy plus 550. Wow. Give me the reasons why Bryson DeChambeau misses the cut this weekend or even before this weekend, Thursday. I know about this too. Okay, great. (laughs) Sure. We all want to hear. Um, so Bryson, obviously the the propaganda has been circling the uh, the tour propaganda <laughs> of you know him in his practice rounds and hitting a pitching wedge into par fives and whatnot. Um, but if you look at Augusta National, it's a second shot golf course. Um, the past five winners. Three were first in strokes gained in approach. One was second, and one was third. Um, Bryson is not historically a, the best um, in approach shots, um, so that's he can hit it as far as he wants, but he's still got to knock it close. And sometimes, you know, hitting it that far puts you at some awkward yardages um, that might, you know on these fast greens, if you're off by a little bit, you know, you could get screwed. Um, another issue of Bryson's at Augusta is putting, uh, as per Justin Ray, uh, follow him. I think it's, I think his company is the 15th hole, 15th green, just follow him on Twitter. Um, but it, in players that have played eight rounds at Augusta national, Bryson is dead last in strokes game putting. Now, Bryson, huge science guy, relies heavily on greens books. Green, green books. Greens, greens books. Green book is the movie. Yeah, it's really fucking annoying watching him look at it for two minutes yeah. before he makes a putt. Um, Augusta National does not allow its greens to be mapped, so there are no greens books for Augusta National. So that's you know, it's just a wrinkle in you know his routine i think it mostly messes up your routine as a golfer your routine kind of you know you fall into a routine you get comfortable play well he's definitely the guy that writes down his lifting in a book too so probably definitely does um so avoiding three putts is very important at augusta and with him his putting isn't great if his wedges and his, you know, if his wedges are off and then his, you know, his putting is as it's been, I, there's a possibility that, you know, he could, he could fall down the leaderboard. Um, he's also, he's what he's um, not bringing his 48 and a half inch driver. He's going, he's sticking with his 45 and a half, I think driver. Um, so he's not, he's not trying to, he said his, I guess his mass, his new swing where he can hit at 400 yards isn't ready yet um, to be unleashed, unleashed on the world. So he's, he's sticking with what he's been using. Um, plus the wet conditions, like I said, uh, so you're not going to see the 400 yards drives from him this week. Uh, so, you know, what he's working on now in, in drier conditions, it's going to be wet. It's I, 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 I'm personally fading him this week. I'm looking. I'm trying to find some matchups to key on. Um, but you know, to each their own. If you want to lay the, you know, pick the top guy to win, that's that's you know your prerogative. I'm, I I will not be betting Bryson DeChambeau to win. Well, he's playing in a group with John Rom, and Rom has. I think he's number two on DraftKings. I'm looking at Fanduel right now. He's number three. Um, behind DJ and Rom, I can't see him winning the tournament. This is a stupid reason for me to say this, but you tell me if this is right um, or not. But I think after 
he hit that hole in one on 16, skipping it in. That is all the luck that he is. All the all the luck is just gone, and he used it in the practice rounds. And as I was reading and researching Masters stuff before this podcast, again we're releasing this Wednesday night or, or Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Um, he hit that hole in one on 16, the practice round, VJ Sting style on 16. Everything, it was so fucking difficult to find pieces to read uh, because everything on the Masters hashtag was just John Rahm hitting that hole in one. So I think all the magic's gone. He is, you know, David Goff likes him as the best, uh, you know, the golfer with the highest probability to win this tournament. I think it was at 10% I saw. And, you know, the metrics love him. And I think he's, you know, he's going to win a Masters at some point. Um, but I that that hold one just yeah makes me want to shy away from him. I'm I'm stupid? Also, I was gonna say I'm looking at the odds. I'm looking at the odds too through one of the tools we have uh, with the Action Network, and he's listed at plus a thousand or like ten to one, basically everywhere. And they have it marked like his true line should be closer to fourteen to one. So you're getting a lot of minus like expected value there. So just adding that in there. I I like Rom. I think he's gonna play well. Um, how do you know that his hole in one hole in one wasn't all skill? You don't know that. Um, but uh, him against Bryson, I, I would mean uh, Ram Ramadam. And it's been it's it's been across the water tradition like any other. It is tradition, and also a tradition unlike any other. Uh, Tiger Woods putting on the green jacket. It's been so long since the 2019 Masters. It's hard to kind of remember that tiger woods is the most recent winner at this 500 course. 500 something days 523 days yeah don't um, check that it's over 500 though so right. what do you make of tiger this week <clears throat> mr terry um he hasn't really played that much and he hasn't been in the best form tiger has never missed the cut at the masters i believe um, and in 2020, where we've seen anything possible, it, this could be the year. Um, we have plus 250 on him to miss the cut. Yeah. I, I don't want to see it happen. I want to see him make the weekend. So maybe that's just an emotional hedge um, just to see him get through. Um, but, you know, he's not he's not in the best, best of form. And it, you, you may think that maybe he's just trying to round into form, you know, for April. Um, it would be cool if he just won back to back to back, awesome. just November to April, um, masters. But, um, yeah, so I, I don't love his chances this week. He's going to be, I think Joe found something from DraftKings that said he was the second highest bet, uh, golfer. Yeah, second highest liability at bet. I think at DraftKings. Um, so with completely uh, out of whack odds. Yeah. So I, again, that's, Fade the public. Um, I I don't think. But that's what we were trying to do last year, and he had won the fucking tournament. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Um, so <laughs> also, you get burned sometimes. The public's right. Tradition unlike any other, you put on the green jacket, and then a tradition unlike any other, you come here next year and you pick the dinner for the Masters uh, winners. It's called the Masters Club dinner. Uh, this was Tuesday night. Tiger Woods. Picked for his dinner a weird mix, kind of like a an Asian God. fusion. It was um, literally me <laughs> and him. <laughs> well, so it was basically a tempura shrimp spicy tuna roll with uh, steak and chicken fajitas, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. They should have just went to Chili's. I don't that know. That was a kids <laughs> menu edition. <laughs> This is me and Corey put together. I would, yeah. I would have, I would have my dinner at Chili's. I don't, I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> I love and, then, and, and then some uh, <laughs> dessert. And then he had some. Then he had some more, uh, you know, uh, Spanish desserts with flan and churros and oh. sopapillas. Oh. That's the best part about going to uh, a Spanish restaurant. Oh, I thought you were going to say to the Masters dinner. No, I, 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 mean, I haven't been in years. In. After, after I mean, after he won his first Masters, he served cheeseburgers, chicken sandwiches, French fries, and milkshakes. So that was in 1998. So a little, a little different this time. It was was better, better or worse than the hamburger night at the White House. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 
interesting. I have all of his sushi has been, I guess, after he had his come up in, you know, the Tiger Slam 2000, 2001, when he won in 2003, he, he upgraded to chicken, porterhouse steak, sushi, uh, sashimi, crab cakes, asparagus, mashed potatoes. He really balled out that year. Sushi's got, a common Augusta, theme. Augusta Nationals probably like, come on, man. Sushi's, <laughs> sushi is a common theme in all of these, except for the first time he won, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. What would your uh, Masters Club dinner be if you had won the Masters? Or, or if you win, I'm not discounting you in the future. You got maybe a couple more years left in your prime. That's true. <sighs> what would I order? Hmm. I think for an appetizer i would do a 32 ounce ribeye steak uh medium rare no one gets to choose how it's how it's prepared it's medium rare um probably with you know some sauteed onions on that uh for dinner may what maybe frizzled onions Eh, no uh is my dinner not yours um and then probably i would go uh maybe a little surf and turf for the main course maybe a uh, a fillet a bone-in fillet with a lobster tail and a crab cake and then for dessert a new york strip hopefully there's no vegetarian former winners no they're not allowed um so let's go into your picks you're usually the guy who's throwing out your your uh, your winners, your top tens, your top twenties, your missed the cuts, your matchups. Give me uh, give me a little teaser. Give me give me what you're eyeing for uh, for your betting card this weekend. What am I eyeing? I'm just. Let me just start out by saying there's no winners or losers here. It's it's all for the fun. You know, it's the Masters. We're all just enjoying. We're all getting a reprieve from a week of elections last week, no matter, you know, what side of the aisle you're on, it was just exhausting. Um, so let's just enjoy some golf, uh, top of the board. Like I said, Rom, I think has a good shot of winning. DJ has been playing his, his mind out, um, out of his mind. I don't know why I said his mind out, um, finishing second last week. Uh, but if if I'm going to take someone in the top tier, I'm looking at Xander Schauffele with this. He's only played here twice, um, but he's been playing pretty well lately. Quote unquote, the tour's most underrated player can fly a little bit under the radar. He's 16 to one, uh, finished second last year. Uh, So that's a guy at the top of the board. I I see a little value on 16 to one who I love, 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 love. It's 20, 20 a year of craziness and things that shouldn't happen do happen trends are broken uh tony finau 33 to 1 my guy i bet on him what i thought you were gonna go uh rory mcelroy uh i'll get to him in a second well i do kind of like rory because i'm thinking that Without fans, the pressure might be off of him a little bit. He has his wife and child there. Um, so maybe, like, you know, it's a little distracted in between rounds. Um, so I, I wouldn't count out Rory completing the Grand Slam uh, this weekend. So I do, I might wait to maybe grab him at a little higher odds because I don't love uh, where he's at right now. Uh, but uh, I, I, I do like your guy this week. I will say that. Um, I mean, I bet him earlier um, when I thought the odds like weren't going to be. Yeah, Trisha, tr- tr- like any other, is me <laughs> betting Rory McIlroy to win the Masters. Yes. Um, I mean, he's been playing well. I mean, since the Tour Championship, he's gotten T8, T8, then T21, and T17 in the two. Um, he went T8 at the U.S. Open, and then uh, the, the last two uh, tournaments he played in were uh, T21, T17. So he's been playing okay, and I think, you know, he knows that the Masters is the last major that he needs. And I mean, I think you know, like you said, in a, in a year where trends are broken, where the Dodgers finally win a World Series, and uh-huh. 
I think it could be could be possible. And I think all eyes are kind of off him this week. You know, with all the Bryson fanfare, yeah. Rom DJ playing well, I think that uh, you know he's got a shot. I, the one thing on Xander I will say is that the the advanced analytics fucking love Xander. I love Xander all, always, and yeah. I don't know when that's actually going to break through. Uh, but that's just my question. In 2020, all these guys are going to break through in 2020. <laughs> There's going to be five bull jackets handed out. So, yeah, so that's exactly. Tony, breaking through this time, has only won the Puerto Rico Open, the Puerto Rico Open curse, him and Victor Hoblin. Um I remember I bet him top 20 or something um, in 2018 – Watching the par three contest, he hits a hole in one, runs runs down the 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 fairway to celebrate, and dislocates his ankle. And I was like, "Well, that sucks. I just lost that bet. He's going to withdraw." And what does he do? He comes out, finishes T uh, ten. So he's been here twice, T ten, T five, trending in the right direction the past few years. Uh, recent performances, he's been playing well. Love, love. Love, I he is probably my favorite bet this week. Tony Finau, thirty-three to one, past champion. My favorite past champion this week, Bubba Watson. He's at twenty-eight to one now. I got him at forty to one. Two-time champion, beat Louie in that epic uh, pl- uh, playoff where he hit it out of the pine straw in twenty twelve. Um, he's missed a cut once in eleven years. T5 in 2018, T12 in 2019. Recent performances finished. He's gone T31, T7, T4 at the Zozo. Didn't play last week at Houston. He is primed and ready to go this year. I love Bubba Watson. And speaking of the whole driving it out of like the universe type thing, the two Mm -hmm. times that Bubba Watson won the tournament, he was like three standard deviations above the average in terms of driving distance. Mm-hmm. And like Bryson, I don't think has ever reached that obviously because everyone's hitting it, you know, pretty far now, mm-hmm. but Bubba's Bubba's the OG of this. So, well, I think Tiger technically is, but I'm going to go with Bubba. Also Bubba on record as hating crowds. So hates crowds, gives them anxiety. No crowds this week. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, last guy we're going to go down under we're not going Adam Scott even though I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to I'm going to bop him for like maybe a top 20 because all he does is show up make cuts and then finish in the top 40 so I'm thinking you know historically one time winner he could probably finish in the top 20 I'm looking at Cameron Smith he uh, this is his fourth Masters He's gone 55 fifth, 51st. He might be like the Giants, the baseball Giants, where they won a World Series every every even year. Uh, recent performances, kind of like Bubba, trending in the right direction. T24, uh, 11th, and then T4, tied with Bubba at the Zozo. Didn't play last week, Houston Open. Um, this guy, if you look at his stroke scanned approach, been trending in the right direction in the recent in his recent tournaments. Um and he's finished fifth here. I I, I like him to. Uh, I'll, I'll bet him to win. I think at ninety to one, it's a little more of a long shot. We haven't seen one of those in a while. Um, but ninety to one, I think it's it's worth the bet. Definitely going to be investing in him um, in you know top ten or top twenty uh, going forward. So Joe. What do you got for promos this weekend? Um, or promos starting this Thursday, tomorrow. I know uh, that uh, FanDuel was doing a little fun promo. Yeah, um, what, what, what's going on in promo land? FanDuel seemed to, seems to be the best. Um, FanDuel is doing a birdie bonus. So they're bringing it back. We've seen this iteration before, but it was a $25 bet. Now it's a $50 bet. Um, so you got to up those units a little bit. Um, but what's going on is when you bet a $50 uh, wager pre-live, so you have to do this before it starts, um, and you bet it, you get a spin on this birdie wheel, and the bonus can be from $1 to $5. You can earn a maximum of $50, 
And like, let's say the example they gave is if you bet Tiger Woods to win the Masters, you spin the wheel, get a $2 on the wheel spin, and then you'll earn $2 for every birdie and eagle he makes in the tournament for a max bonus of $50. So um, you can't use this on odds boost. You can't do live bets. uh, And it has to be placed before the tournament starts. So important to know. Uh, and you probably want to pick somebody that's going to, you know, make the cut. Um, and so you have the most opportunity for that. And you also are going to want somebody that has a little bit more maybe variance in their game. I think Terry has talked about this before. I mean, I think it might've been with Finau, how he doesn't necessarily have birdies or bogeys, but, uh, or there's less of them. So you want somebody that's going to have a little bit more of an opportunity for, even if they bogey a little bit more, uh, you know, if they get birdies or Eagles more often. So I don't know. Who do you guys recommend for that? Uh, I'm looking at Xander for that um, just because of his lower odds. Um, someone I normally, I usually don't, I try not to go that low. Um, so it gives me a little bit of value for a guy I think is going to finish pretty high um, in, in a tournament that's probably going to, the winner is going to be around, you know, 15 or 15 to 17 under, I think this week, um, you know, toward closer to, you know, the, the record, uh, Tiger Woods' record, um, just because of how soft it's going to be. Um, so I, I, I like the guys, you know, closer up top. I think, you know, you get, you get a little more value that way on these, these birdie bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking towards the top two. I, I mean, I don't really, I, you know, I like to pick one guy out of the top tier. I've already picked Rory months ago. Um, but, you know, if you're looking for guys that could break through and have low scoring rounds, you know, Matthew Wolf plus 3,800. Um, yeah. Some, guys, some other guy, I mean, like other guys too, like even like Siwoo Kim or guys that have like shown that they can go like low. Um, even uh, Christian Bazin Duhot, whoever I find. But who's in? But who's oh, in? I height. practiced uh, saying it today, and I forgot. Two hundred fifty. Who's in Hout? But who's in um, Adam Hadwin has been played, you know, better on early in the year. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes low this weekend. Uh, yeah. You know, there, there's. I, I personally like to go lower with the birdie bonuses, just because you know you're you're basically chopping your odds. You're trying to get a free bet. Out of yeah, it. exactly. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, that's that's how I would prefer to do it too. Um, but uh, there also there's not like a ton of good. There's really not a ton of good promos out here. Um, I've been scouring a little bit. Uh, the you're really seeing a lot of stuff with um, with Dustin Johnson actually, and you're seeing a lot of Tiger Woods. Like Tiger Woods to finish top ten is boosted on BetMGM from plus three three fifty to plus four fifty. Um, there's another one with any of the big five. Uh, so that includes Bryson, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, uh, uh, Thomas, and McElroy uh, to win. Is <laughs> McElroy. <laughs> McElroy. <laughs> plus, plus 125. So, like, I don't know. I don't know if those are really good value, but I haven't seen the best. That That's probably the best promo of fan duels, but there was one, and Terry, you mentioned this before, um, about Bryson, you don't expect to see him drive uh, particularly far uh, this weekend. Um, there's a well, probably, I mean, well, like relative, he's going to be yeah, because there was a pretty damn far. Yeah, well, because there was a promo on DraftKings uh, that you had actually uh, found this morning um, that said that was for uh, whether Bryson would have the longest drive, and then like in yards versus. Uh, any quarterback in the NFL this weekend. Um, what What's your angle here? Uh, yeah. So kind of like I said before, Bryson is sticking with his 45 and a half inch driver with four degree loft. He's trying to carry it around 350. Not much rollout if it's soft. So we're looking at, you know, maybe tops 370 yard drive. Yeah. Um, it depends on it depends. I'm assuming that it's going to be wet all weekend. Um, and then just looking at the NFL schedule. So it's not, you're not going to see the 400 yard drive. And then looking at, looking at the NFL schedule, we got, we got some, we got some barn burners. We got the Rams at the C, or 
Seahawks at the Rams. We got the Bills um, at the Cardinals. I think those are the two that I'm kind of keen on and hoping that, you know, Josh Allen throws for a million yards again or Jared Goff against the Seattle uh, defense. So I, I, I like the value. Yeah, because it's it's minus 400 for Bryson to do that versus plus 300. Um, and it's specifically, I should have said, it's specifically on the Sunday. So it doesn't include the Thursday game or the Monday night game, which is Vikings-Bears, which I don't think we'd expect to see it there anyway. Um, but there's, I think there's some opportunity there. It's a little hidden on DraftKings, this bet. It's on like it's the fun in the app. So I love fun weird. props. Yeah. So it's a cool prop. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I took the plus 300, um, just in terms of value. I feel like it's good. Good shot. Dom, you mentioned Matthew Wolf as a potential birdie bonus, which raises a point I've neglected to make, um, that, uh, first time starters are called debutantes here. Um, which is fun. It's a fun, fun thing to do. Is it a tradition um, unlike any other? It's a tradition unlike any other. Um, but a debutante has not won since 1979 when Fuzzy Zeller won in his first time starting at the Masters. Fuzzy Zeller also infamously uh, circling back to um, Champions Dinners made the comment after Tiger Woods won in 1997, uh, he better not serve uh, fried chicken and watermelon. Um, slightly racist. Um, it's a real fuzzy racism, though. Yeah. Um, so back to the debutante talk. I'm wondering if and you can chime in, anyone, if you would like, if the lack of fans helps. We've kind of talked about this about other majors, and Jason Day made the comment uh, at the PGA that coming down the home stretch, there weren't, you know, there wasn't the same tension and pressure um in the air as as a lot of those you know you saw scotty scheffler um joel damon uh cameron champ and Kyle markow ultimately won um but they're all towards the top of the leaderboard i'm wondering if that same thing happens here where we might see a debutante winner because of the lack of crowds but also augusta is a whole different beast um so it could just be the course is that fucking hard for a first timer. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a course that I would imagine a lot of these guys have experience playing at, you know, when Morikawa won um, in California, like he had played that course a lot um, without fans to begin with. I think, you know, in, in terms of debutantes, probably you're right. I think maybe, you know, if there's any course that could still provide the awe and mystique and the tradition, unlike any other type feeling, uh, it would be Augusta national without fans. You know, I think that if any course it would make a difference, it would be here. Um, and I just think that, you know, it, it probably, affects as Jason Day was saying these guys who are looking to kind of break curses and trends here at the Masters like like a Roy McIlroy you know if there weren't fans on 10 when he was up four strokes heading into the back nine you know back in 2010 or whatever it was it probably you know I can't say definitively it would have been different but it probably would have taken a lot of edge off um, you know for some of these guys that are ready to make that jump and win at Augusta and don't have to deal with all the fanfare. Yeah. Also, I mean, going off that fading, not fading, but I'm not betting guys that don't like not having fans. And again, that goes against like Tiger Woods, where he's mm -hmm. just always played with fans. Justin Thomas has recently made comments about the lack of fans, you know, bothering him. Um, Rory said it did it initially, doesn't anymore. So another thing trending your way. But in terms of the debutantes, I like Jason uh, Kokrak to win, our guy Kokrak. We're big um, he's been He's missed one cut in his last five, and he's finished top 20 in the rest and won his first PGA Tour um, at the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek. Um, that, was a, that was a big win for the pot. I felt like we won CJ Cup as well. Um, Cameron Champ, the guy that was in the final group 
at the PGA Championship. Another guy that he's, he hits the ball far can take advantage uh, of these par fives at Augusta. And then finally, Scotty Scheffler, the guy was on fire um, at the end of the, the season last year, um, finishing, you know, I think fourth at the PGA. Uh, I had a hundred to one or taking on him. Fortunately, couldn't, couldn't pull through for me. Um, but he is uh, second in total driving and he's said that he's played Augusta five times once while he was in Texas and then four other times. So he has a little bit of familiarity with it. And I just like the quotes he was giving a uh, recent interview, just saying that he loves playing hard courses and he feels like major championship setups bring the best out of him and it just suits his game so well. So if you, you know, he didn't get to play in the U S open cause he tested positive for COVID. Um, so, you know, he had to take a break from golf. Um, and then he hasn't quite got onto that hot streak that he was on right before then. Um, but he's, he's slowly rounding into form and a guy that's played there previously and can putt, you know, pretty well. Um, all around golfer, a lot of talent, 66 to one. I think there's a lot of value, um, uh, on Scotty chef, uh, to, to be the top debutante or at 66 to one to win. Cool. All right. So I think that does it. Let's go around the horn and pick one winner and then one prop that you're betting. Um, I'll start. I am going to bet Roy McIlroy. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm going to do it. I already had this. I'll probably place a couple of long shot bets, uh, down the board. Um, and then I'm going to bet Bryson to miss the cut because that would be awesome. And I'm going to root for it and it's plus 550. The cut's going down to 50 golfers and, you know, let's see him do what he did. I think that was in the PGA championship where he hit the ball out of bounds like three times in a row and missed the cut because he was trying to be a hero hitting like three wood out of the rough. Uh, par five. Uh, so those are my two bets. Joe, what do you got? Um, I'm going to take uh, Dustin Johnson to win. And I like, uh, I like Tony Finau to be in the top five. I don't, I feel like he doesn't win, but he's always seems to be right around there. So um, that's plus five fifty. Uh, he was, he did it last year. Um, I kind of like the bet. All right. Uh, Producer Corey, what do you got? Have we adequately convinced you one way or the other? Tiger missed the cut. Uh, <laughs> DJ top five. Yes. Finau top five. Um, I think I took Bryson to win because he had. I think he had juicy odds on DraftKings earlier today. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. We're, it was we're, uh, a lot, a lot of. It was a lot of uh, idle thumbs betting <laughs> in the afternoon today. Okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, that's what I got so far. Uh, Terry takes, what do you got officially? I know that you'll have your, uh, your full betting card out on the Twitter and the Instagrams. Is that true? Or am I? Yes, that is true. That I think it's a thing of beauty, on. by the way. That you would should be frame up. It. That is, that is a tradition unlike any other. Terry it takes is. his betting, betting slip. Uh, it but is. Give us your uh, winner and your prop to take us out. Um, I will. And then I'm also <laughs> going to, I'm also going to amend my tradition unlike any other, if that's okay with the board. <laughs> That's uh, okay with me. amending traditions. Unlike okay. any other in, yeah. in and of itself, a tradition, unlike um, any other. like I said earlier, I'm taking Tony to the F to the I N a U fee. Now 33 to one. He's going to break through this week. I feel it in my bones. We haven't mentioned Brooks Kepka at all. He's been playing pretty well and he seems like he's right there. So don't, you know, it'd be kind of cool if you want to, he really wants to win this tournament. Um, haven't talked. He hasn't. He hasn't won a Masters, right? No. He hasn't. He's two-time U.S. Open, two-time PGA champion. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you but, say you haven't talked to him recently? We haven't talked about him at all <laughs> here. But I mean, he's playing pretty well. Finished. You know, played played well at Houston. Seems primed and ready to go at the Masters. So uh, might dabble in him a little bit. I love Brooks. Um, but my pick here is Tony Finau, thirty-three to one. My favorite prop bet. I've crunched the numbers. I've gone back in time. I've I found a little trend, which is it's I'll use that word loosely. 
since 2010. So that's what, what 10 tournaments. The, a South African has finished in the top 20 in all but one tournament. I fucking love when you do this. The only time it uh, was 2014 and Louis Ustazen finished 25th. And it's uh, the, the, the name that shows up the most on this list, obviously Louis Ustazen. But we got, we got Trevor Immelman back in the, the early 2010s, now a broadcaster, the Golf Channel, Charles Schwart, Charles the Teeth Schwartzel. We got some Brendan Grace on here. Um, and Justin Harding last year finished 12th. So there are six South Africans in the field this year. Um, Bez. Know, Bez. I was looking at Bez. I don't like his form. I'm out on Bez. I'm sorry, Bez. Justin Harding finished 12th here last year. Uh, I'm not going there either. Louie and Charles also in the field. Uh, I'm, I'm out there. I'm looking I'm between two. We have um, Eric Van Roon and Dylan Fratelli. Fratelli is five to one, Van Roon three seventy-five. Recent form and past performance in majors dictates this to me. Fratelli has played here in 2018, missed the cut. Uh, he's generally played in a lot of majors for so the first time in 2018, missed all those cuts. Um, Van Roon is, I think he's not missed a cut in a major and he's, he finished in his first, uh, PJ championship at Beth page, a very hard course went T eight. And then, uh, his first open championship, he went T 17. Um, he also this past year finished T 23 at the U S open. So I am taking Eric Van Roon, Royan, Roon, Royan, Google it. Um, at close to four to one to finish in the top 20 to keep the South African streak alive at Augusta. I like it. I I'm like in. it. Thank you. It. Oh, and then my amended tradition, like any other is, um, I haven't seen any odds on this yet is the par three contest, which happens mm. today. Um, and, you can, you know, bet on the winner. Some people post scores. Some people have their girlfriends or kids take shots. Um, but no winner of the par three contest has ever won the Masters. So it's always a, a tradition like any other to watch the par three contest and just sweat watching guys that you have already bet on to win the Masters as they <laughs> climb up the leaderboard of the par three contest and just hope to God that they don't win. <laughs> That's my tradition, unlike any other. (laughs) It's happened too much. And you can do that today as the Masters uh, weekend officially. I mean, it's been going with practice rounds, but officially kind of gets underway with the par three contest. Tomorrow, rounds start again. Split tees, guys going off at one and ten at the same time. 50-man cut on Saturday, uh, going into Saturday. Uh, we will have you covered on the socials and Terry takes, will have his betting slip out there. I think tomorrow probably right. Or today, today he'll have it out. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. Yeah. T- Wednesday night. Okay. And that it will be it for our dot, dot, dot in the whole Masters special, a tradition, unlike any other, we are going to take it out. Uh, we're also going to come out with the podcast probably tomorrow for uh, the NFL and, uh, you know, because we, we still got to talk about the NFL coming up this weekend. So a lot of stuff going on. Great week in sports. I'm excited. And we will talk to you very soon with our NFL picks this weekend. See you soon. God bless. Bye. Four. Straight down the middle. It went straight down the middle Then it started to hook just a wee wee bit That's when my caddy lost sight of it That little white pellet has never been found to this day But it went straight down the middle Please hold for the next available agent Did you hear that?
our movement is about replacing a male. They called it the voter fraud war, war room. When I say corrupt, I'm talking about totally corrupt. What? Washington established and the financial and media corporations that fund this for only one reason to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake. Trillions. Thank you for holding. Please continue to stay on the line. So I feel like they got me in a ruse here. Just one single trade deal. Hey, nice shirt. It's like the past. Involves trillions of dollars controlled by many countries. Thank you for holding. Please continue to stay on the line. The political establishment <laughs> that is trying to stop the political establishment. Hello? The Clinton machine. <laughs> 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 he just does that. All of our agents are busy helping other customers. At the tone, please record your message. Ah, uh, fuck that. Recording. You may hang up or press for more options. Hi, uh, this is Dale Denton calling in from Lancaster County. Uh, I've called to turn myself in. Uh, I fear that I may have cast a ballot for Donald J. Trump. Uh, however, I have died. Uh, <laughs> and I fear one of my family members may have mailed in my ballot, which is like a double crime. And I'm worried I won't get into heaven if it's counted. So if you could please go through the, you know, go through the mail-ins. So you see Dale Denton, chuck that one. Um, and maybe Peter will let me through the pearly gates. Again, again, I, I apologize severely. I hope it didn't cost him anything. Um, you know, it just, just might increase my time in limbo, uh, which is fine. I'm happy to do it for uh, my one and true king, Donald Trump. And uh, just call me back. 201-084. Talk soon. Thanks. Bye. The life of a golfer is not all blue, though they charge you for listening in the locker room. But I'm in my glory when wrapped in a towel, I say that it went straight down the middle, where it wound up is a riddle, but it went straight down.